If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor with a K and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Ben the Shark Errington. The Shark. Yeah. Shark Tooth. Yeah. It's like um, there are sharks everywhere. We've done Deep Blue Sea. Uh, there's a sequel to that. There's... Yep. What was the there shark a, There is a sequel to that. There's The Meg, the trailer for which... Dropped today, Jason Statham. Uh, who else? Rain like, Wilson, Ruby Rose. Like, yeah, Rain Wilson. So I, I didn't know what that film was going to be like, and now I've seen Rain Wilson in it as a bit of a like comedic relief, and it seems kind of self-aware. I'm actually quite excited for it. Yeah, it looks like um, like a sci-fi Sharknado, yeah, uh, mega mega shark versus giant octopus style film, but with a bigger yeah. budget. Yeah, it's almost like they they saw that formula and they were like, we could do that, but like better. Yeah. And who, does, and who doesn't love a shark movie? The shark movie's yeah. not dead. Have you seen the poster where it's um, basically the Jaws poster? Then it's got an extra... So it's like the person swimming on the, on the sea top um, and then the shark coming up towards it and then a massive shark underneath that shark. Oh, no, no, no. Both of them. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I haven't um, seen that, but that's, uh, that's pretty stupendous. Yeah. Deep so, Blue, so Deep Blue Deep Sea 2 is out as well. Is that a it's out. It's out, I is think it? it? I think it's out. That came out of nowhere. Snuck that one out. That came straight up from the depths. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to we'll have to check that out. And there's there's another shark thing, right? There is. Mm, I think there's a sequel to that. Forty seven meters down. Have you seen that one? All uh, right, no, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, okay, it's all right. It's 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 good. It's not quite yours, but you know, not much is. It's it's not, not quite, quite Meg. Yeah. Um, okay, so just to tell everyone up front, there will be spoilers in this film. Um, we're going to get into the nitty gritty. We're going to discuss the plot points. We're going to spoil the hell out of them. Um, but 
you should know that already, really. Uh, dude, of a horror guff, what you got in uh, your of a horror part? guff? What you got in your pot? What have we got in my pot? Um, I watched the Dawn of the Dead remake. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Zack Snyder's, yeah, which which you know I've seen I've seen loads of times. It's a film mm. that I've always kind of like loved. Um, and you know what? It hasn't hasn't aged that badly. I mean, it's yeah. 2004, so it's well over a decade old. But um, it's still brutal, still really like visceral. It's yeah. a really gory, horrible, intense experience, and it is creepy as hell. And there's a zombie baby in it. Nice. I don't really remember that much nice. about it. I remember Matt Frewer, uh, his character. He get he's he's like the older guy who sh- who has to be shot at some point later in the film in the mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the guy who plays um, what's his name? Uh, blah blah blah. Moloch in what? Yeah, 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 in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, recognize, only, I, only I was thinking, it. where do I recognise him from? Yeah, well, he's he's Max Headroom. Max as well, Headroom, isn't he? yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. I was just about to say that, Max Headroom. The only reason I know his name is because I have a friend called Matt Frew, and I always think of that when when his name comes in the credits, goes Matt Frew. Oh, Matt Frew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so Dawn of the Dead. I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, oh yeah. I remember definitely. going to the cinema and then them saying, "No, you're too young." Yeah, I remember going to the cinema. Some I some I getting in. Yeah, I, I was too, I was too young. Don't know if I snuck in or what, but I yeah. remember being terrified because <laughs> there was like a bit of a walk home afterwards. Oh man, yeah, and I was, zombies. I was terrified. <laughs> there were zombies everywhere. Yeah, um, what I, are the I, chances I, of that? <laughs> it's yeah. one of those. It is one of the rare remakes that I think yeah. is. I'm going to risk being absolutely uh, destroyed here, but I reckon no, it's I, one of I the think... rare rare remakes that sur- possibly surpasses the original. Surpassedly. Pro- Possibly surpassed, yeah. yeah passive, surpassively. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just because I think it is a completely different type of film. The yeah. obviously the fact that it's in a shopping mall is pretty much the only similarity. There are some sort of obviously some plot points which are there's a black guy. Yeah, I mean there's some plot points which yeah. are the same, but apart from that, yeah, it's just one, it's just one of those horror experiences which is like a proper like it's a horror action film really. Yeah, I like that one. I've not seen it a long time. I'll have to watch that again. It I doesn't had... feel it doesn't feel massively Schneidery either. You know, you you come to you come to <laughs> expect, to expect a Schneider, but there's no there's like no not really any slow mo. I think yeah. I don't think the only slow mo actually is like when someone fires a gun. That happens a lot. Yeah, someone fires a gun and we see like the shell hitting the ground. That happens loads. But apart from that, yeah, visually he's always been quite a good director. I think um, did Shaun of the Dead come out before this or I just the same? I think it's the same, same year, but I'm not same sure exactly year. when. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, man, I need to watch that again. I need. I really want to watch the remake of Night of the Living Dead as well. I've not seen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one actually. But I'm quite interested yeah. to see what. I think did. that was. The, I think I saw that one first. Yeah. Um, there is a remake of Day of the Dead as well now, isn't there? I think. Yeah, did, uh, did we mention this last time? We mentioned it, I think, but it's uh, it's been slated to the point where I just it's don't. Been, I don't care anymore. It's been absolutely destroyed. I'm not sure yeah. what it's got on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, but I mean, yeah. it's got. It's got zero percent on on Rotten Tomatoes. Zero percent. See that me that kind of makes me feel like not enough people reviewed it. If it's on zero percent, yeah. Well, review, reviews counted five, so yeah. yeah. But just just from looking at some stills of it, it looks dodge. Yeah, it looks dodgy. Yeah, I've not even looked. I've only just sort of I saw the poster, uh, and I think it has like a a bub sort of. Yeah, character in the front. Um, it was like a bub character, but I think I think he's called Max. Yeah, why would you do that? 
Max with an X, I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max with two Ks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I watched, um, you know, I've been loving my John Carpenter since we started this show, really. Uh, Christine popped up on Netflix and I was like instantly on and I watched oh, it. It's on Netflix, is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I've been, meaning, I've, I've been meaning to read the book for a while as well, but, um, you know, the film came up first. And it's. Uh, it's pretty good. I uh, I've had like middling sort of reviews on it, um, but it's it's I don't know. It's just um, a really well made horror film about a killer car. That's about like what you, <laughs> yeah. You don't need any more than that, really. It's not the thing. It's not like um, they live or anything like that. But it's uh, it's what got year, a certain what charm. What year did this come? He made it. I think he made it after the thing. Was it the film he made after the thing as a sort of uh, um, come down? He was like, um, I better do like a studio sort of job or something like that. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's definitely worth it. There's some scenes where the car is like um, rebuilding itself, fixing itself. And I'm still wondering like how they did that effect. Like cause obviously it wasn't CG. Um, but unless they just kept crushing shitloads of cars and then reverse the footage of it. Because it's, it's yeah. weird how it kind of like oh, pumps right. itself out and, and rebuilds itself. Would you recommend it then? Because I've never actually yeah. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll watch it in the next few nights then. I gave it a four stars and like... letterboxed. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Where, guess... where, can, oh, where, can we follow, where can we follow you on letterboxed? I think you just searched for Luke of Condor. Search Luke, Luke of Condor. And I'm Ben so. underscore Errington. I'm see Luke every of Condor film. on pretty much everything. If it, it's, I've never gone to type in Luke of Condor on the username and it's gone. There's one of those already. Never. <laughs> Never. No. No. Right. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah, and I'm Ben. Ben underscore Arrington. You can see every film I ever watch. The rating I give it. I'm trying to review every film now, even if it's like three words. <laughs> this was good. This was bad. This was good. I like this it. This was bad. It was all right. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I need well, to start I, doing I, it. Yeah. I, I haven't watched any other horror, but mm. I did see Peter Rabbit, which was kind of like the and James Corden, half, the, the new James Corden rabbit horror. Yeah, the half-term rabbit horror that I had to—I kind of had to watch—and I was annoyed because yeah. I had to pay for it. Yeah. Um, James Corden's an insufferable twat, and he transfers onto the screen and makes Peter Rabbit like an insufferable twat. And you know, just... I'm, I'm not never been a fan of Peter Rabbit anyway. I do wonder. I have been thinking recently. Easter is all about chocolate eggs, and the, yeah. the symbol of Easter is a rabbit. Are we eating rabbit eggs? <laughs> is well, that like the symbology? Okay. I think it is, yeah. I think that is a yeah. symbology. It's something we're not supposed to... It, it, I mean, it's unfathomable. The, the Vatican yeah. will send someone out if you question that too much. There was an interesting role in Peter Rabbit. Um, Domhnall Gleeson. The, the yeah. Vatican. Don't bring the Vatican into it, Luke. Interesting role for Domhnall Gleeson, who's playing like a villainous character. But he's basically playing a very similar character to General Hux in okay. Star, Star Wars. Wars. But he's, he's dyed his hair black in this. Right. And he's doing a lot of the, he's doing a lot of the same faces as General Hux, and I was thinking, yeah. what's going on here? Right, interesting. He must have like you know five or six faces, and they went, we want face number three, the same one that, you know used to General Hux. And he was like, okay, I'll bring I'll bring face number three. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. <coughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh, um, one last thing. I also played Last of Us, which I suppose is a horror game. It's a. Uh... Of course it is. Is it though? Because they're kind of uh, like post-apoc horror, I guess. It's actiony, yeah, stealthy. So, yeah, but there's so many like ho- like horror moments. Like there's yeah. so many 
so many stealthy bits where like it's horrific when you get like grabbed at the last minute yeah and like ha- the hanging upside down bit oh that was great yeah jesus there's a bit that where we... you get caught by the the big bloaters of it the cold and it cuts like a little thing of him ripping your head into yeah yeah it's pretty horrible it's and, not when i think of red and evil though i think that's like a horror horror like this is a little yeah. bit tamer than this... that yeah maybe so but it's still pretty damn terrifying i think it's yeah. uh there were loads of times where I was on the edge of my seat. Did you play the um like the prequel as well, the little prequel bit? No, not yet. I'll, I'll, I'm saving that for saving that for Christmas Day. Yeah, well, I enjoy like the the world so much. I think that's my favorite thing about it. When you just sort of wander through somewhere and look up, and there's the, there's the bit where there's the two skyscrapers like kind of mm. leaning against each other. There's the giraffe bit. Con- con- considering you played The Last of Us after watching Annihilation, can mm. you now sort of understand the? Especially with a lot of the classical guitar stuff in the soundtrack. Oh yeah, because yeah, the music, yeah, definitely, actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's why watching Annihilation, I was a bit like, this just reeks of The Last of Us. Did you shed a tear at the, at the intro as well, like the first? Uh, no, just because I've seen, because I hate little girls. Yeah. Just because I've seen, <laughs> um, uh, I was watching a playthrough and I've already seen that bit a few times. But um, I, when the end, the ending really got to me. I was like that was the most like most like games end whenever I got like Metal Gear Solid another of my favourite games if it ends and it's like massive car chase through a tunnel and it's so epic and so action heavy this ended with just like oh like such a like a, yeah. not a whimper but like a, such a, a down note and it's like oh Christ but still I mean I, I, it was a difficult end you know what I mean I think it feels mm. like a an ending that's been earned because there's so many yeah. areas throughout the game where you're just like really up against it or just like crafting stuff like it took me ages to get through that last bit. Were oh you? yeah, that last that last bit was super tough. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's a great game. Can't wait for the sequel. Feels like we've been waiting for the sequel for ages since it was announced. But it's coming out this year, right? This year, right? I'm not sure. Hmm. I guess so. Hmm. Um, I don't know. The Last of Us Two. I don't know if there's a release, an official release date yet, but I guess it's about 2018. Did you see the trailer where the uh, the girl gets like hammered on the? Yeah, yeah, so that wasn't Ellie, was it? It was someone else. That was another Asian woman. It was Asian Ellie, I think they called Asian her. Ellie. Yeah, I don't know. No, it was just the Asian <laughs> Ellie. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, yeah, we'll, fi- we'll find out when it's released. I think, yeah, okay. Cool. Okay, let's uh, get into the the meaty chum of the, chum. the podcast. Um, so today we're going to be talking about number 10 on the list. It's final 10. And you kind of expect these 10 films to be like the best horror films of all time ever. Start number 10, it's Jaws from 1975. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? Sure. So Jaws, the 1975 American thriller film uh, directed by Steven Spielberg and based on Peter Benchley's 1974 novel of the same name. In the story, a giant man-eating great white shark attacks beachgoers on Amity Island, a fictional New England summer resort town prompting the local police chief to hunt it with the help of a marine biologist and a professional shark hunter with good chops. <laughs> uh, should we talk about main players? Well, uh, so um, this is what Empire have to say about it. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry, sorry, mate. No, it's all right. Sorry. Oh, we, sorry, uh, mate. We haven't done this thing for a little bit, I don't think. Um, okay, so it followed his short work, his short's work, TV movie Jewel and the Sugarland Express, but Jaws truly announced the arrival of Steven Spielberg as a major talent. Massive production issues became the mother of real invention and needing to keep the toothy villain off screen as much as possible just ratcheted up the tension that much more. 
Primal fears fuel a thriller that also feels human thanks to Strider, Shaw, and Dreyfus. Strider, Shaw, and Dreyfus on the seashore, and the rest. Not forgetting John Williams' iconic, simple, and terrifying score. Jaws sticks in the brain and makes the heart beat that much faster. It's got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8 out of 10 on IMDb, and um, was a pretty damn good <coughs> film. What are your. Have you seen this film before? Are you, uh, are you a big Jaws fan? Yeah, yeah. I'm massively familiar with Jules. Seen it loads growing up. Um, used to like terrify me. Used to yeah. always be my first thought that came into my head whenever I went in the sea or a swimming pool or a deep bath. Yeah. Like at any point when I was growing up. Um, <laughs> I remember like loads of moments in this film like properly scarred me to the point where like when I saw them again, I don't think I've probably seen this film now for five or six years. Mm. When I see them again, they bring back all those memories of the first time I saw each horrific moment. And yeah. I'm like, it's just another uh, another great example of a film that my mum let me watch when I was way too young. Your mum sounds thanks. like the best. Thanks, mum. Yeah. She, I think she just she just didn't keep... Growing up, she just thought, I want to watch this film, so he's going to have to watch it as well. That was kind of it. Uh, but yeah, like that, the soundtrack is like... Soundtrack's amazing. Um, yeah. I've got a really, really old copy of the book. I think it's the oldest book I own, which is like... it's. I'm not sure... I mean, it's absolutely battered my copy. I have to find out when it, when it was... Have you um, read it? printed yeah yeah i read it and I, all I, I rem- one of my f- memories of it is like how well dead bodies were described to the point where i was like right. oh, feel, a bit, feel a little bit queasy but yeah. there's a, like there's like an opening scene in the book where um uh brady that, that's the name of the police chief isn't it? yeah brody brody, brody yeah. sorry brody brody discovers like the body and then it describes the body and it describes him being sick like next to the body and that's like proper like proper like stuff yeah. with me that um, it's a very short book, but yeah, it is good. Definitely worth, definitely worth a, yeah, a read. For, like out. a classic. Yeah. So, I, like I said before, I don't know if I've ever seen this film all the way through, and it, I've never been that interested. I don't know why. It just no. Is it because like, of, is it because of the sequels? The sequels have kind of tarnished the legacy a little bit. I think maybe. I think maybe I've seen some of the sequel bits more, and I was just like, there's no point in going back. It's all kind of cheesy shark. <laughs> Movie. but i've never been like that interested in, in aquatic horror anyway but um and so put stuck it on it's on netflix at the minute so it's just nice and easy it's just there and it was surprisingly good like i was surprised at how much i got into it there's one bit yeah. which i'll mention a little bit later on that i was like just engrossed in the screen i was like this is this is my <laughs> favorite so it's a monologue part of the scene this is the best monologue out of all the all these films we've done in this podcast. Uh, there's a bit right, Richard okay. Shaw like just talks to the ca- like camera pretty much. And I was like, was, was that this, was fucking amazing. Was this the um the when he was talking about the war? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he was talking about a particular ship, uh, the it's it like is it a real ship? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the ship. Wow. It's the ship that dropped off the Hiroshima bomb, wasn't it? Right, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was that was brutal. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think this film is like, like, so perfectly paced mm. because it's another it's another film like it's good watching films like this, what the classics that have inspired so much. Yeah, because you can really see what films try to rip off, yeah. what other films do wrong, when this film does perfectly. There are so many times when they could have showed you so much more than they needed to. There are so many times when certain parts of the story could have easily gone in one direction or another, but it just it takes its time. It's methodical in yeah. the way it builds up the tension so that eventually when you when we do get this third act, which is just like action heavy and yeah. intense, yeah. it feels earned. 
it does it doesn't feel like god we've seen this all the way through the film it feels yeah. earned and it feels like you're right there with them because you see the shark properly like come out of the water for the first time when these characters see the shark so you kind of you feel yeah. the fuck shit look how yeah. big it is oh my god <laughs> there's um so it said in, in the empire spiel that this is like the first announcement of, of steven spielberg and there's like elements in this and i'm like Oh yeah, it feels incredibly Spielbergian. Like it's um the music yeah. for one doesn't isn't like all out horror. Most of the time it's got like a weird yeah. adventure yeah. film sort of uh feel to it. There's and also, so much Indiana the, Jones. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's it. That's about. it, yeah. Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, like the more upbeat moments yeah, of Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah. Um, we're all the way through this soundtrack. And it's a soundtrack I don't think I've ever listened to no. apart from like the main theme. So Well again, it's one of those things where you think of soundtrack, you think of the Durden. But like the rest of it is really good as well. It's got some great music to it. Um, and also, there's this thing that Spielberg does every now and again that a lot of people just can't seem to pull off. And it's that naturalistic response to bad, horrible things happening where people are kind of smiling and laughing as they're talking about the horrible things. And it's like the way they're sort of... Like Richard Dreyfus, especially, they're talking about like the shark killing people. And he's like, can't, he's like smiling and he can't kind of... Uh, just the way we humans sort of deal with things. It's the same yeah, you in can't like fathom it. They yeah, did same it. with Portuguese. Yeah, the, yeah. The way the family sort of reacted to a lot of stuff, um, it was really naturalistic, really human, and <laughs> yeah, it was, it was yeah, just, it was great. The way sort of Spielberg presents sort of like families, um, yeah. is pretty good. It's always always unique. Do you know what I mean? There's always like d- different dynamic between between the like parents, different dynamic between the parents and the kids. Yeah. Um, it always and it does feel, it does kind of feel like natural. It feels it feels very real. Yeah, yeah, and there's a bit where like our three main people start to bond where you really do feel that bond with them you feel like you're in the bond you feel like you're part of the bond as well yeah yeah. you feel like when they first go on this on this journey you're a bit like god they all bloody hate each other yeah they all all absolutely hate each other it doesn't take much you know for them to start bonding and when they do that makes obviously the outcome of what eventually happens all the more horrific yeah more horrific or all the more thrilling thrilling yeah yeah okay so um key players we got Roy Scheider plays Chief Martin Brody. He's the chief of the police of the small island, Holiday Island. His family are also like holidayers, I guess. That's just how they live their life on the beach, chilling and, and whatnot. Um, he's also got a li- one kid. Is that right? No, no, he's got two kids. He's got like two a kids? sort of kid, of a much younger one, and one right. who's like about eight or nine. Right, yeah. okay. And uh, and a wife, play, uh, Ellen Brody, played by Lorraine Gray. Um Robert Shaw plays a guy called Quint who when you think of um that <clears throat> sort of um older sea wary captain who's seen the bad things in life, like he is like the He is the cliche. He, he is, is the cliche, the yeah. Caricature. But do you think still. he started that caricature? Do you think that's where that came from? I don't know if he started that caricature, but if he carried it on, like he he brings a lot more to the character other than yeah. just just the sort of grizzled old sea snake salty salty man <laughs> yeah um sideburns driftwood face <laughs> um and then we've got richard dreyfus playing matt hooper who uh is like an oceanographer big fan of sharks um he comes down to you know help i think just look at the inspect the remains i think and uh, he ends up getting more involved in it than i think he sets out to um, and then we've got Mayor Larry Vaughan, who's the mayor of the island, who just wants the beach to remain open. 
the people can spend their hard-earned money on 99s and Cornettos. Um, <laughs> and get and get a leg bitten off, which is worth it. Off. It's definitely yeah. worth it. If you're having a lovely day, it's like, oh, I lost yeah. my leg to a shark yeah. attack. Oh, sorry, but you had a lovely day, didn't you? And you got some got a stick of rock to yeah. take home. <laughs> stick of rock. Do you prefer chewy rock or hard rock? Oh, Jesus. Chewy, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I do as well. Do they hard have rock? rock hard rock. Do they have rock in um, America? I don't know. Don't know. They're missing out today. It's it's basically if you don't have hard Feels rock in British. America, yeah. it's just like a long stick of hard edible, candy, edible yeah. hard candy, usually with like a thing written that goes all the way through. Yeah, amazing. Like really. uh, a Luke, Con- Luke Condor's rock shop, and it goes all the way yeah. through. How do yeah. they do that? I don't know. Magic. <laughs> but, uh, so we asked the group as well, the Facebook group, what they thought of the film. Uh, Tommy Draper said, one of my favorite films ever. I showed it to my three-year-old at the weekend. He was proper gutted when Jules died at the end. He's his favorite, apparently. Jules the shark. <laughs> um, Edward Harvey says, a classic. I love it. Obviously, I'm all about music and poster design because of the work I do. Uh, not only is it stunning filmmaking, but score and poster are both iconic examples of beautiful simplicity. Um, I uh, concur. Johnny Swinnow says, a masterpiece, Spielberg's greatest film alongside Razor Lost Ark. Has he done anything decent this century? I don't know. Um, it depends how much you rate like Minority Report and you know some of yeah. those more recent ones. I do um, rate Minority Report. Uh, do, you, <laughs> do you rate Tintin? <laughs> I've never seen it. Never seen I've it. never seen it either. I've never seen yeah. it. I, I don't know how I feel about watching Ready Player One either. I'm not bothered. I really just can't... Be- I feel on bother. You read you read the book as well, didn't you? No, I read a little bit and I was like, I'm no, not bothered. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm not bothered. Have you uh, read the book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I read the book and I just did. I just thought, I don't know if I want to watch a film of that. Yeah, did you like <laughs> the book? That's honestly though? how I felt. That's honestly how I felt. Um, and I and I didn't mind the book. You know what I mean? It was alright. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else has he done this century? AI. Thousand one. Um, Indiana uh, Jones. Indiana Jones four. Oh. Let's not let's not talk about that. Um, what about when did Schindler's? No, that was no. When did Schindler's list come out? That was early nineties, I think. Early nineties. Oh, okay. Messed that yeah. one up. Um, what about Bridge of Spy? I haven't seen that. No, me neither. Um, the Post was recent. Catch think, me if you can. That was good. Ah, that was a good one. I don't know if I can. I don't think I can class it in the same sort of grade as Jaws and and those. Oh no! Oh no! Definitely. But not. It, but it was good, you know. Fair effort. It feels like he's doing less of these sort of um, big. Already well, player ones like probably going back to it, but those big sort of family event films, and he's just doing what he wants to do now. Yeah. Any old shit. <laughs> Any old shit. B- BFG. Yeah. I didn't bother with that one. It's got a lot coming out. Uh, Andy Conduit Turner says, watched it once again when it landed on Netflix the other day. Still holds up well. Still love it. And then finally, Dan Butcher says, it's the tits. Uh, yeah. It is the big fishy tits. <laughs> yeah. So the story. We open on a beach on Amity Island. Nighttime. Loads of hippies with doobies eating Scooby snacks. And there's a woman and she winks at a dude and then runs Don't away. We- <laughs> winks at a dude and runs away so immediately you chase after it that's, that's yeah. the rules them's the rules them's the rules um, and then you know she's playing hard to get and uh, the guy runs after her she runs into the into the sea waddles out and the dude's like he just lay, lies down doesn't he falls asleep like that's 
he's just like that's too rich for me i'm not going yeah. skinny dipping in the middle yeah. of the night or whatever time it is or is yeah. it dusk or dawn which one is it um yeah he just can't be he can't be asked he's dusk. just like see you later yeah. plus i think he's got like a and he got a turtleneck on or something he's fully clothed she gets she gets in the nerd within seconds women can do that though they can do the like it's like you know in an anime where someone in like changes into the like levels up or something. They just do that and the clothes suddenly like fly fly off. Girls I'm can do good. that. I'm pretty good at doing that though, Luke. Can you? Don't don't just don't just make it a female only thing. Sorry, I've been triggered. If I really want to jump in that hot bath, all my clothes are coming off in one fell swoop. <laughs> but are you wearing a onesie? I don't understand yeah. how that happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm wearing okay. a, I'm wearing just a long T-shirt. <laughs> Nothing okay, else. Okay. Yeah, a moo-moo. Is that what they call <laughs> the? You know, Simpsons where Homer gets too fat. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm yeah. Sure yeah. He wears a moo-moo. <laughs> it's yeah, it's comfortable. It's yeah. comfortable. Okay. Um, she goes out for a swim. Unfortunately, she didn't wait 40 minutes after eating before going for the swim, <laughs> so she sinks into the water, which we we all know happens when you eat and swim. She has a violent um, convulsion and just sinks like a stone. Yeah. Do we, uh, you know, that underwater shot of the shark eye view? Is mm. that, was this the first thing to do that or? Uh, I don't know. Pro- probably not, but it's probably the first thing to do it as, as effectively as this. Yeah. yeah they don't make probably. a big deal about it, do they? It seems pretty iconic. Yeah. 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 It's definitely iconic. Yeah. Uh, so the next day, they find the remains. Oh, yeah, she's got like all the crabs and stuff. And she's being like snipped at. She's got crabs, but that bloke was glad. On, he's yeah, it's like fucking. Hell, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> okay. Dodge a bullet there. <laughs> um, and she's not got legs. She's <laughs> and she's that. not got legs, Bobby. I, to be fair, I ain't bothered either way. Yeah. She's pretty legless last night. <laughs> he could have. He could have come up with loads of puns about that. He could have. Could he? She's yeah. armless. <laughs> yeah. She must have been. I say that actually, that's too too crude. She must okay. have been mutilated. Yeah, I was going to say chumming the oh, water if she was uh, uh, on the period or something. But this nah. is harsh. I'm Rest not. I'm not saying that. Okay. Uh, so um, the next day, Chief Brody comes in to look at the body. Like you said in the book, it's a badly mutilated body. And uh, does he does he sick one off at this point? I can't remember. Can't remember. He might sick one off. I think he maybe nearly does. He has a thing on his. Mouth, doesn't he? I don't know. What on his mouth? Hand. <laughs> I seem to remember he put something on his like nose or his mouth. He picks like, her uh... seven hand up and puts it on his mouth to stop himself being, <laughs> stop himself wrong being hand. sick. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I thought Look it was like worse. a smelly thing. Don't they put like okay. iodine or something on a... How does he do that? Poppers? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> so... They, he's at this point. He says there's a shark. I think he he put the signs up on the beach and said no one go swimming because there's an animal attack or something. And the mayor's like, "Dude, come on, we've got a shitload of ice creams to sell." A shark could come out of the sea and bite this mayor's arm off, and he'd still be like, "It's all right. It's just a just a graze. Just yeah. um, yeah. Well, a dude's got a like a town to an economy of a small town to maintain. You can't worry too much about." Hippies, yeah, in hippies turning up, turning up in bits on the beach. I mean, who yeah. knows what kind of, who knows what kind of bloody drugs they've been taking and smoking and sniffing. Yeah, Brody's been Anything. on that reefer. Yeah, exactly. They probably imagined a shark was there, and then their bodies <laughs> just fell apart. Yeah. Well, that's weird. 
<laughs> um, so, but I think police chief, uh, the, uh, the mayor said, don't worry about it, dude. It's all going to be fine. Trust me. But then there's another day when they're all out on the beach. Um, and then uh, a little kid, I think it's. Eating. A little kid on a little raft gets like, um, looks like he gets put into a blender because yeah. uh, he just goes under. Yeah, so the shark obviously comes in quite shallow here. Loads of people in the sea, and we get a yeah. classic sort of shot of um, Brody. That's classic sort of like zoom into his face as he realizes what the yeah what dolly the, zoom what the, yeah what the Dickens is happening. What the Dickens? Uh, what the Dickens? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then a kid gets like every everyone panics and gets out of the water, and then we get like <laughs> obviously. There's one bit where um, there's a guy. He shoves this kid off yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the lilo and gets on the lilo. But how would the lilo help you get? Would that help you like getting away? Well, I don't know. I suppose he gets your feet out of the water. Yeah, if, you, if you didn't see, you think it's, it's just like an old man, like face down, <laughs> getting like stomped on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone gets out, and then obviously there's a mum sort of looking for the kid who actually got eaten by the shark. Yeah. There, there is a weird bit as well when everyone starts screaming. A lot of people run into the sea. Did you see that? I don't know why yeah, they but did that's that. To get, to get their kids, I think. Oh, uh, I thought they were like, someone's having a great time over there. Someone's having a great time. I can see blood flying everywhere. Bloody quality. Get me in there right now. Strips yeah. off in one. Wearing a, wearing a moon boot. Everyone is. Dives in. Yeah. Just starts wrestling the shark. Come on, mate. Have a good, have a proper good time. So, <laughs> uh, so at this point, they put a bounty on the shark's head, like $10,000 or something. Um, while they're in the little town meeting, we're introduced to um, Quint. He's at the back of the room. And this is that scene where he's like, you don't know what you you want a shark. I'll show you a shark. That's not a knife. This is that kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That And kind he runs his hand. While everyone's oh, like, yeah. He runs that, his hand. That down. doesn't work. Is that, does that work like that? <laughs> no, it doesn't. You do it and no one hear it. That's what would happen. You start doing it. <laughs> and people are like, what's that guy doing over there? I think he, he was doing it with his down. mouth. He was do- he like a ventriloquist. <laughs> 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 and he had a megaphone so he could hit it so everyone could hear him over. He runs his hands down the chalkboard. It's a horrible noise. Like I was like, oh, God, for yeah. God's sake. Imagine, a kind of, imagine being around a kind of person who does that to get your attention all the time. Ben, Ben. If you go halfway and went, oh, fucking splinter. <laughs> and everyone's looking at him. Okay. Nails on a chalkboard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so then he said, I think he said, like, if you want it caught, come to me. I'll do it for 20 grand or something. He said like a certain <laughs> amount of money. There's a lot of money. Um, and then a lot of people, a lot of the locals start going into the water, they start fishing for it themselves. Or there's people who aren't local, right? There's more people who they don't know going yeah. into these waters. Those people turn up and it, lo- it looks like that Red Bull air race, whatever it's called, where everyone just <laughs> gets into anything that, that floats. It's like a box. It's <laughs> like going out there going, with, a, with a shotgun. Yeah. What is that called? The Red Bull? It's Red got like Bull a cafe. Something. It's got a weird yeah. name to it or something, yeah. Yeah, it's basically just people, it, homemade floating devices. Basically, this is what this scene looks like. It's just people, yeah. <laughs> people in anything. Someone in a cornflakes box. Just, <laughs> come on! Yeah, so desperate for ten grand. A yogurt pot. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> a yogurt pot. Yogurt pot on each foot. Yeah. Okay, so um, they catch, they catch a shark. Some of them do, 
Yeah, it's well, a, just a... just before this, Matt Hooper right. like um, examines the girl's remains and confirms that her death was caused by a shark, and he starts like measuring the bites and everything. He, and uh... he goes some nice guy to dickhead very quickly. Like it, when he first meets the Brody, he's like, "Hey man, how's it going? We're cool, we're friends." And then he starts having a right go at him when he does the body. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got like no patience for um, anyone being like unprofessional or or yeah. like just fucking up his shit do you know what i mean because yeah. there's another yeah. moment later where he has a go at him isn't it yeah yeah because didn't someone smoke as well in the room when he's doing the uh when yeah he's doing yeah he has a go at them. yeah and he says put that shit out <laughs> yeah but yeah Pumps. so he works out he works out as a big shark so that eventually when some local fisherman catch a tiger shark he's, he's like, like whoa, whoa no no whoa, no whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah with his beard I, this has been doing the killing. This one. <laughs> uh, and I think they sneak, they do like a sneaky autopsy on a tiger shark um, yeah. in a suit, like it's just in a suit and tie. As he's doing yeah. it, getting his just like guts out. They find yeah. like um, a license plate to a car, um, other fish, smaller fish, that's how it works in the sea, and a uh, helmet or like a tin of beans or something. Um, and that's it. So it's so they kind of proved that this tiger shark didn't actually do that killing. Yeah, they say they say it's got a slow digestive system. So if it was the one that killed the little boy or killed the killed the girl, it'd still be in there. It'd still be in there. So they could they could have done a bit where they like did it and like sort of severed head fell out or something horrible like that. Yeah, yeah. But no, <laughs> no. Um, okay, so many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What happens now? So they go out. Uh, yeah, so this is where the sheriff says, we're not closing the beach, but you can protect it in any way you want. Yeah. Um, and they have like people with like guns and stuff. The thing I don't, I don't get about this bit. Um, so we see the shark fin, the dorsal fin coming through, and everyone starts screaming and running away. Um, and it turns out to be two lads. Was that one of the, was one of those Brody's kid? No, it just looked like him. I think I got a bit confused by that. But yeah, they just they look look, the same. They had yeah. similar haircuts. 
So before, so before the Fourth of July weekend stuff, hmm. Hooper and Brody go out, go out and see it at night, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No and and they diving. find like a half sunken like boat, which is yeah. like just some fisherman's boat. And uh, for some reason, Hooper's like, I'm gonna go down and have a little look. Yeah. Why wouldn't you when, uh, Why when the sea yeah. when the sea's got a massive shark roaming about? Yeah. So he, so this is like quite an iconic scene as well, an iconic scare, like a, a jump scare. Yeah. It feels like the kind of moment where the guy with the dead body would say "ooga booga," like the way he sort of like his head just sort of turns around. Yeah, ooga booga. Um, yeah. So he fi- he finds like a big great white shark tooth. Yeah. Um, like in the in the hole, and he pulls it out, but yeah. then he drops, drops it. it because yeah. he gets frightened by this, like a horrible floating head. Yeah. Of the, yeah. Of the we, fisherman. We all, we all would to be fair. Oh yeah, yeah. You shoot something. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so then they do the there's the the big yeah. Fourth of July thing. And so they say it. they say to the mayor again, "Come on, mate, you've got to close the beaches. Look, we found this tooth." And he's like, oh, "Have you got the tooth there?" He's like, "Well, I dropped it like a right nose." Yeah. And yeah. he says, "Well, if, unless you've got a tooth, mate, I ain't interested." I mean, obviously, yeah. he's, he's looking for any old excuse to just keep the beaches open. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they do keep the beaches open and just have people roaming around in boats, like with guns, ready to. Yeah. It seems like too much effort to... Well, I mean, uh, they're very, obviously very worried about the kids and that. I mean, but why does Brody let his son... So, he goes in a boat somewhere else or something. So he tells his son to... So his son's about to get into a boat in the mm. sea and he says, can you take it to the pond, please? So there's obviously a bit of, bit of breakwater, which yeah. he calls the pond. Yeah. Um, And so he says, please take the boat into the pond. Don't yeah. go into the sea. And he goes, oh, but it's for old ladies. He's like, I know it is, but just take it in for your old man, please. So obviously he thinks, yeah. he thinks he's safe in the pond, a little bit of breakwater. Yeah. Um, and then obviously they get distracted by two little boys roaming around with like a dorsal fin on their head. Yeah. Scaring the shit out of everybody. Tickling people. <laughs> T- tickling people. Uh, bite, actually bottoms. biting them. They actually <laughs> bite them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a tiny shark mouth. Um, okay, well, and then what? Are, what are distracted by that? Uh, the 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 Jules, the Jules, the Jules, Jules, Jules the shark, because that's his yeah. name. Gets into the breakwater. And, Jules uh, Holland. Jules Holland. Late gets night, into the breakwater. Jules Holland. It, there's like a little bloke. In, there's a little bloke in a rowing boat, and I think, yeah. what's he doing? What's he doing? Just roaming around those kids. That was Dodging. a bit weird because it was like he kept talking to him as well. Are you all right, kids? Are you all right? Do you want a sweetie? If, if anything, <laughs> it's good that Jules got him. Yeah, Jules was there to protect him. This Jules is was exactly late night with Jules Holland's hooting Annie, and he's coming for <laughs> that guy. <laughs> and he just and he kills the dude in the boat, uh, the yeah. dodgy bloke, and then like for, just swims past Brody's oldest son. Is that what he does? Yeah, and then uh, he has like a panic attack or something. And yeah, and Jules, Jules just swims past him and goes right, mate. <laughs> they do have a face that's uh, a bit of a hey. Like you know, like someone just passing. They don't want to. They're too cool to turn and say hello, but they're yeah. still they're still looking at you. Hey, they know each other from Facebook, but they've never met. Yeah. <laughs> um. So at this point, um, they're like to the mayor, dude, come on, give us the money, sign this piece of paper, and we can get Quinn, the badass sailor man, to come in. Uh, uh, you know, sort this shark out. Um, I've got to say, um. The bit where Quint really comes into it for me, like the film, like takes up, it's like good, but then it becomes fucking excellent. 
at the point where yeah. Quint, because Quint's character, like, I don't know what he's saying most, most of the time, but like I just really enjoy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, he what is it. he saying? He loves a little song now and again. He just loves yeah. ripping it. He loves ripping into Hooper, making out yeah. he's like a, a city boy. Yeah. And that he ain't got a clue and he's never been on the water and he looks let me look at your hands. Oh, you've got city boys' hands, been counting money yeah. all your life. I said that's people all the time. Let me see those hands. City boys' hands. <laughs> your hands sh- are absolutely. And then if, and I'll show mine and go, same. Same. <laughs> same. If yeah. if not a little softer, because I use yeah. oil of OLED. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um okay. So they go on Quint's boat. Quint is like, I'm the captain. Like I know your this is your charter or whatever, but I'm the captain on the boat. His boat's called the Orca, by the way, which and is the, the only the only enemy of uh, the Great White Shark. Um, I bet a Great White Shark's got loads of other, other enemies. Well, there's loads of people. There's loads of people beef with. Yeah. He's got loads of beef with loads of people. He's got yeah. there's there's like loads of um, <laughs> loads of seahorses that he had beef with. You know, he he went past yeah. him. He said, "What the hell? Where are you supposed to be?" Yeah, they all ganged up on him. Flipped his eyes out. <laughs> Yeah, who else? Um, I think oh, are the humans? Is Quinn not a like a deadly enemy? He could, you know, those guys. Yeah. He kills a lot of them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Come on, think about it. Um, he, humans kill more sharks than sharks kill humans. Is that true? That sounds true. It's true. Of course, that's yeah. true. Shark fin soup. Shark fin soup. Uh, Asi- no, no, no. Asians, Asians are the natural enemy of ha- sharks. How, ma- <laughs> <laughs> how many shark, great white shark killings per year would you say there are on average? Uh, killings, not many. Fifty. Um. Oh no! I've just. Oh I've no! Just... It's a long, bigger than oh. your foot. I've not got. I've not got an easy answer. I wanted an easy answer. Great white sharks kill humans per year. I wanted an easy answer. I thought it was going to be an easy answer immediately. Um, there's how many sharks do humans kill per hour? I mean, that's specific. Per hour? Wait, yeah. how many did they kill per hour? So apparently sharks killed by humans a year. Oh, 100, okay. mil- 100 million sharks are killed by humans each year. You see, that we are the natural enemy. Sharks. So we are obviously the natural enemy. Like There's probably, le- I bet there's less than 10 fat- fatal shark, yeah. fatal great white shark attacks. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So who's the real enemy? This is uh Who's the real enemy, exactly? I imagine all the sharks watching this film and seeing it complete other way around. Poor shark getting uh attacked and ambushed by three predators on the boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Three or three horrible predators it. as well. Think about it, these are the issues. <laughs> okay. So anyway, they go out on the boat, um they're singing some songs. They go I mean they go quite far from the coast. Um Hunting down this shark, um, and then it swims to them. Oh, they're chumming the water for like hours, shoving like fish guts in there and stuff. Yeah, chum chumming it right up. Brody pulls the wrong wire. I know that. I remember that bit. He pulls the wrong wire at one point, and the and the compressed air tanks fall down, and that's when Hooper goes ape shit. Yeah, you bloody stupid dick! My air, <laughs> <laughs> my air. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is the thing I really like about Quint's character because he comes across as a bit of an arsehole, as that sort of stereotypical hard man, working class, fuck you sort of dude. But then um, he says, "Chief, you asked me if you, which wire before, before you pull the next one." So he's yeah, also yeah. like really kind of kind and like yeah. uh, 
Um, he like is. He looks after and he's the kind yeah. of guy, like when he's, when he's like nailing a beer, he's nailing a beer at one point and you think this guy's <laughs> off his nuts. Yeah. But then as soon as things start to kick off, like you think you'd want him around in some yeah. sort of scenario where it was kicking off. I've got some friends he's... like him who are a bit arsy, but you want him around when the shit hits the fan. Yeah, at one point he's got with his fishing rod. Yeah, you're thinking, Jesus, what's going on here? But he's like strapping himself in, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, he's nailed. about to take off. It's like a little rocket pack thing. Yeah, I mean, you learn <laughs> the thing is like, even though this is like a shark attack film, you're mm. learning a lot about how. I mean, I'm sure it's not 100 percent accurate, but like how <laughs> yeah. someone would hunt a shark, yeah. and also loads of stuff about knots. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> in my last week, could I do that knot? There's that bit as well where, um, so he drinks that beer, crushes it. And then Hooper drinks his water, whatever he's got, and crushes the plastic cup. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Just like the one-up, but there's like a bit of one-upmanship between the two of them, isn't there? Yeah. But yeah. like, <clears throat> obviously, he's, <laughs> they both think that they know the most about sharks, I guess. Yeah. He's sort of like City Boy who studied them, and this guy who's like lived it, basically. Yeah. He's hunted loads of sharks, cut out their jaws and boiled, boil washed them. Yeah. <laughs> Those jaws, um, in the, the title, does it mean his collection of jaws? Because that's all he's got. What are they doing with the rest of the bones? Like all he has is the jaws. That's the bit you don't want the other bits. Rubbish. Sling it out. Skull shark skull. That put must it, be put cool. It, put, put it in. Put it in the black. Put it in the big black bin. Uh, <laughs> they'll take it. You know, the brown bin uh, here. Yeah. The brown bin. We'll put it in the brown bin. You know, the they'll probably take it anyway. Food waste, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the I'm sure the title jaws is from the jaws of the shark. I'm assuming. Yeah, pro- probably. Jules Holland. I like that. <laughs> okay. Um, the shark comes up and uh, they get a harpoon in his backside or in his fin or somewhere. You don't see where he goes. He goes in something. Yeah. And then um, they have like these barrels of air that I think they'd slow him down or something. Yeah, slow him down, but also so they can like track it as well. Right. Okay. So they could like easily just follow exactly where it is. Yeah. Because uh, then we get, this is when we get like the first real good look at it. Is yeah. when it like pops his head out when Brody's like chucking some chum in. Yeah. Pops his head out and says hello, and then it's kind of like circling the boat as well. So we get a good look at the length of it, um, which Quint estimates at about twenty-five feet. But then Hooper Hooper says twenty feet first. Yeah. And then Quint says, "I don't know, twenty-five. I can remember being on a pedalo once, and uh, a big marlin. This is in Cuba. Passed near us. It, it's big. It's like you know, that big for like a fish, and right underneath you. And we yeah. followed it for a bit, and that freaked me out. Imagine being like that giant shark that's like bigger than the boat beneath you. No, I don't want to imagine that at all. Okay, it's okay. Horrible. Sorry about that. Sorry for that image. <laughs> uh, horrible. <laughs> I feel weird if I'm in the sea and I can't touch the floor. I immediately feel strange. If you do, you like to you know go scuba diving and snorkeling and stuff with this fish passing, passing, passing. Pass- I've never, I've never actually done that, but I think I would like to do that. But yeah. I think I would be kind of freaked out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it freaks me out as well. I don't like it. I don't like it. You can't see when you're underwater, and you can't see like that far in front of you because of the silt. Yeah, it feels like something could just like come out of nowhere and just come out of nowhere and get you. It could silt penis. you right up. <laughs> yeah, a penis. <laughs> a penis could come out of nowhere and slap you in the yeah. chops, which happens. All the time. <laughs> okay, uh, so this last now from like towards the last part of the film, um, when it's just about chasing this shark and harpooning it. Um, they get two more barrels in there or something. But... Yeah, they manage to get two more barrels. At the shark, like, and then we get like a bit at night where the guys are like bonding and t- telling stories as well. Which is when the shark, during after the time that the sharks like kind of disappeared. 
Yeah. Um, so they're bonded and drinking, but then obviously the sharks starts attacking the. They're showing each other the, the scars. They're like saying, "Yeah, yeah, that's not a scar. This is a scar." And then uh, that's oh, just, I got these scars. And they start singing a song. Well, actually, I think it's just before that where um, Quint does that whole speech. It's about like five minutes long or something. He's talking Indianapolis, about the... that's the boat, I think. Is that yeah. Indianapolis? So he was on the Indianapolis that went down, got harpooned. Harpooned? Yeah. No, torpedoed. Not harpooned. Yeah. <laughs> it got tor- torpedoed like yeah. off the coast of wherever after dropping off the Hiroshima bomb. And then loads of people went into the water but and then the sharks came. There was 1,100 when men went into the water and only... 200 came out or something like that. Apparently, that. apparently that bit was written by John Milius or he had a you know part to play in that, that script part. John Milius is like the hyper macho guy who wrote uh, Conan and he wrote... Um, um, there was, there's a view. There's a documentary about him, John Milius. Um, and when you think about those sort of hyper testosterone films and words and sayings he was the guy who's behind a lot of them like, so I, macho. yeah uh, what's that there's a bit from apocalypse now i like the smell of napalm in the morning that's a john Melius line he's, he's very good at sort of writing those sort of uh, speeches and lines and that kind of thing yeah um but uh they get some more harpoons on the shark um the it's, they've got the shark's too powerful you know power of nine thousand or something it's like <clears> pulling <throat> the way Pulls the back of the boat under the water, which is a technical term. The stern is that the back of the boat? I think Don't it's know. the stern. I think I think I'm right. Yes. <laughs> um, the Just water like slowly <sighs> sinking now, isn't it? Yeah, it's filling it with water. The engines, you know, on fire and stuff. For some reason, Quint at this point just like smashes, just revs the boat to with an inch of its life. Yeah, it right up. This, yeah. What, what's what's Quint's problem? He like breaks the radio as well. He's like, I need a new boat anyway. I don't <laughs> know. I thing. think he's just like, it's almost like he's a bit suicidal at one yeah. point. He's yeah. like, I'll literally do anything to get this shark. Yeah. But then I don't understand why he's got such a beef with it because he doesn't know the shark. This isn't the shark from Indianapolis. This no, isn't the not. shark that Could harpooned your submarine. It could have been. <laughs> I'm going to harpoon you right back. I like <laughs> it when he describes the uh, the eyes of the shark when he says the yeah, eyes are doll's black. eyes. Yeah. Like, their eyes are black and lifeless like a doll's eyes and it's like when it's coming towards you you're like it, this thing isn't living but then as soon as it bites you and it like starts rolling and its eyes roll roll back white yeah and you hear the squeak like the white squealing or something of the person as they die yeah that bit that's another yeah, like horrible. really great fucking like little line yeah it's amazing um Oh yeah, we we completely completely went out missed the, cage. the 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 famous line of we're gonna need a, you're gonna need a bigger boat yeah which he I keeps li- saying he says quite a few times doesn't he yeah they were like I really want this to catch on we're yeah. gonna need a bigger boat don't be silly oh, no, but you are gonna need a bigger boat are you yeah. should we call and get a bigger boat <laughs> and then he stares at the camera you know like in the office where Jim just catches the camera <laughs> yeah we need a bigger boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, we missed a bit uh, as well where uh, Hooper gets in his cage and he's going to go give yep. uh, the shark a prodding. Yeah, so um, this is near the, near the end, isn't it? This is where he he's going to give the shark a prodding with like a lethal injection, a, a lethal injection spear thing. Yeah, and he gets into a shark-proof cage, which uh, should have <laughs> should have been called something else. It's uh, I'm sure it's made of aluminium. He got the bloody aluminium one. He asked for the steel one. Aluminium foil, <laughs> aluminium foil shark-proof yeah. cage. <laughs> Literally, cape, <coughs> cough, and it just falls apart. 
it seemed like that. Like it just seems felt fall away. So also, there's a bit where um, so the cage gets bashed in. It is quite tense because like at this point, like you've really kind of come to uh, like Hooper, and it looks like he's going to get his legs bitten off, chewed off. Um, but then he manages to get away, and the shark's kind of like trapped in the cage, and it's thrashing around. I mean, this must be like a real shark here because it's thrashing yeah. around like crazy, like rolling, going like rolling. Fr- ludicrous. Like amount of like stuff flying around, and it cuts so above the water. It's just like, bloop. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing happening. Like, no. couldn't they? Like, you wouldn't... think you'd think like, how deep is the shark-proof cage gone? I kept thinking, why are the guys yeah. on the boat not trying to get him back in? Yeah, they're sort of just going, what's going on then? There, well, I don't know. It looks like the sharks destroying <laughs> the cage and trying to eat Hooper. Well, yeah. I can't be sure, but I can't be sure. But it must Hooper be like is... way deeper than I than I. Hooper manages to get out and just go and hide behind like he's <laughs> like one of those uh, little crabs that hides in the dirt in the, sea, yeah, in the yeah. on the seabed. <laughs> Starts covering himself like one of those things like uh, in the sand. <laughs> exactly, but it, it yeah. works. He manages yeah. to hide down there for plenty of time. And you now yeah. you know why he wanted this pressurized air tank. Yeah, yeah. Um, so whilst this is happening, the boat's starting to sink. Now that the base of the boat is is under the stern of the boat, and um, the shark sees, he makes a plan. He's like, that's like yeah. a slide, like a water slide, water slippy. Yeah. I put my face on that. I mean, this is the first time we see it proper, right? It's a big mouth yeah. poking out. So, Bruce. Um, Bruce. Oh, I'm Brucey. Um, and then, uh, what's his name? Quinn, like, kicks it a couple of times and then just gets... He like starts slipping down, slipping down towards its open mouth, and uh, Brody tries to grab him, but unfortunately yeah. he's too, he's too salty, too and, salty. Uh, <laughs> and he just falls, like, starts booting the shark on the nose, but then basically just gets bit in half. Yeah, man, it's, it's like see, I don't know why I found that bit so harsh because I can't remember this film that well at all. I didn't know if he was going to die or live, and then when he did die, because this film's got a sort of adventure film quality yeah. to it, like you kind of half expect people to make it out alive yeah, yeah indiana yeah. jones doesn't get bitten in half like halfway through the film like it's brutal yeah it is brutal. It's like you see his teeth go in and then you see him spitting out blood yeah man just you getting thrashed up getting thrashed about horribly yeah it's why i want to stay out of the water because i mean most of the time when you, st- you stay on land unless you go mm. to like a zoo or something yeah there's not gonna be like a horrible massive beast coming and trying to bite you in half yeah yeah no, just stay, stay on less land. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Um so then what's his name? Brody, who is afraid of the water, is now sinking more and more to the water and the shark's coming up to him. Um he throws one of the bit air canister at some point into the shark's gob. Yeah. Um literally slings it in. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. And then the shark sort of has it there. Like uh chewing on a cigar or something. He's holding it holding it there so he can see it when he wants to shoot it. Yeah. Um, it's like you can't get this canister you can't get this canister and he go, he got this canister <laughs> and he shoots it and it pops it's good that he doesn't shoot it and hit it straight away do you know what I mean he's, he's firing he's shooting quite a lot and there's quite a lot of tension at this point like is he going to do it is he going to do it I still I think he got it a little bit too easy yeah because it's quite like, far away isn't it and it's going through the water as well and it's thrashing around a bit I was like that's but then, impossible but then he said it at least he said it as he said his classic smile you son of a bitch line 
Yeah, that's quite good. Yeah. Smile, if he said that and then missed a few more times, he would have had to say every single time at that Smile, point. Smile, you son of a bitch. Ah, oh, damn. It's like that. Smile, that, uh... you son of a glitch. <laughs> oh, no. I got it's it like that, that, it, that Limmy sketch where it's the clock on 11.59 and he's trying to get oh, yeah, it yeah, like yeah. wink as it goes over to 12. <laughs> Smile, you son of a... Ah, oh, got shot too early. <laughs> um, but anyway, he blows up. The, the shark is like a, like a mess of it. It falls down to the water. Hooper rises and he's like, I am... <laughs> rises. Rises <laughs> out of the water like Jesus. <laughs> floats up. <laughs> uh, and then they uh, both of them swim home. And they seem a little bit too happy, you know, because Quint's dead. Yeah. Like, they seem a little yeah. bit too happy. They're like, like, where's Quint? And they go, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> where's it. Quint? No. That's what, if anyone asks me, like, you know, when someone's late to something, and then, like, so where's, where's Skip? I'm going to go, no. Nah. <laughs> 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 didn't, didn't, didn't make it. Didn't make it. Didn't make it. What, to this? 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes, he's probably, in, he's probably in half at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, or if like I forget something like, from a takeaway, like the the side salad or something. Else. Where's the side salad? I'd be like, no. Nah. You don't want <laughs> a side salad for the takeaway anyway. It didn't it make good it. For, good for you just left it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, trivia. You ready? Yeah. Uh, number one, uh, the shooting star that appears during the night scene where Brody loads his revolver. Was it real or not real? Did you even see it? <laughs> no, I don't think I did. That's just no. why I'm going to say it's not. Which is why I'm going to say it's it's real. It was real, not an optical effect. Apparently, the thing looks so fake, like it. And I don't know how they would have filmed that. Do you, you must you need to go watch it. It's like this yellow line that comes down the back of them, like as they're sort of on the boat. And it's quite like daylighty as well. So I'm like, that's insane. Like that must just be a digital effect. Like right. it even not, it even looks kind of crummy, like kind of old school digital effect. Google it at some point. Um, but yeah, it was real. I was wow that that was real. Okay, you you may already know this. Number two, what was the nickname for the shark? Bruce. Yeah, it was Bruce. How did you know that? I just knew that. Um, Is that why they called the shark in Finding Nemo Bruce? Yeah, that's why they called it. Yeah, yeah. I just knew. I just knew it was. I think. I, I think I've seen like a behind the scenes. I think I've definitely watched some You've done your research, I see. Like ma- making of stuff. Not recently, but like before. Yeah. Okay. 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 There's, a, there's that famous picture. There's, that... <laughs> <laughs> there's that famous picture in there of Steven Spielberg in, in its mouth. Have you seen that picture? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bait some bathing. Yeah. Naked. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay, number three. Um how many prop bruces were there? Oh. And a bonus question, how much did they cost? How many prop bruises were there? Uh, three. Correct. You have done your research. Oh, Don't yeah. act like you're guessing these. You cut the like, I guess uh... that. I guess that. I was going to say five. <laughs> I said three. Okay. How much did you... they cost each? Yeah. Uh, bleh, under grand. No, 250 grand each. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, maybe you missed that module. In the book, in the Jaws book, <laughs> the Jaws handbook. Okay, um, number four, uh, another name, nickname question. Spielberg, frustrated by the shark's frequent malfunctions, had another name for the shark. What was it? Shitty, shitty twat, twathead. Um, <laughs> you were no, closer was it, before. Was it called um, Shit Shark? The Great White Turd. Oh. You've got an album here called <clears throat> Shark Sandwich. The reviews have just said 
shit sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. Um, number five, another nickname question. The movie's protracted shoot was so troubled by mishaps that some crew members privately began calling the film what? Um, Jules Walton. Um, I don't know. Um, crap. <laughs> the, the the crew member starts flaws. to call. Flaws. Yes. Is it flaws? Yeah, you 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 got a book. Have you got a Jaws book? I haven't got a book. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing with it? I haven't. I no book. Look, with hands are empty. No book. I don't. I don't have a book. I'm looking there. This is like it. a pub quiz when someone's like, I've got the phone out. Because I was just thinking something that rhymes with Jaws, and I couldn't. I, I went for a few. Yeah. Flaws finally came to me. Have they actually called it flaws? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. amazing! Well, I'm surprised at how well you did. <laughs> uh, just a few educated guesses there, Luke. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. Did you, you do some me. like mnemonic? <laughs> did you remember all these facts with some mnemonics, mnemonic devices? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, some flashcards. Did you get those out? <laughs> I got, I got the flashcards. Yeah. Okay, uh, so. You did very well. Uh, we need to grade the film. Yep. Bear in mind, this is number 10 of the best horror films ever made. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of love for this film. It's it's like proper iconic, isn't it? Prop- mm. It's proper iconic! It's definitely one of the best Steven Spielberg films. Yeah. Like, it's defined, it's defined like fear for like a generation, I think. Like, everyone who was scared of getting in the water who grew yeah. up in the 70s and 80s is because of this film and yeah. you know soundtrack wise is there, is there a more iconic soundtrack main theme is there Star Wars I don't know if you said Star Wars to someone they'd probably say a few things before they said that if you said Jaws to someone they'd go da-da. oh yeah in fact that's exactly what Kat did when I said I was watching Jaws she went da-da. 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 exactly I'll g- I'll go, I'll... Go on. I'd, g- I'd give it an A Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I went for a similar uh, grade. I went with an A minus, but this was a high A minus. This is like um, one of my favorite films on the list. Like it was an absolute plan. I really loved it. It was a really, really good fun film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just don't like that Quint died. I do, I do like that Quint died. I'm just okay. sad about it. That's no, the thing. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, such a good character. Um, okay, man, so next week, are we going straight down the list? Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going, let's keep going straight down. I was going to suggest watching perhaps a new release, but I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to watch it. Okay, so. what I was going to say is a similar thing. Uh, there's like what, Ghost Stories out, and we've got The Quiet Ones. Is that what it's called? Quiet, a Quiet Place. That's the one. I was going um, to suggest seeing A Quiet Place, actually, yeah. So we okay. could possibly do that if you wanted to. Should we do Pan's Labyrinth next and then do A Quiet Place after that? Yeah, sure. Or is it better to do the other way around? Uh, I don't mind. We'll see what happens. Okay, go All right. Let's see what feels good. Yeah. All right. So next week is either going to be number nine, Pan's Labyrinth, or number unnumbered, A Quiet number Man. Quiet the quiet, the quiet Man. That <laughs> quiet thing. Yeah, sounds good. Whatever it's called, eh? Quite a place. That's one, yeah. Um, okay, this show is brought to you by Hawk Cleaver. Head over to hawkcleaver.com. 
become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. Thanks to Kovac Cameron for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to Quint for being a really awesome character. Thanks to the listeners who enjoyed the show. Give us a five star rating review on iTunes. And remember to hit subscribe. And thanks to my co host Ben for being a real horror dude. Thank you very much, Luke. Cheers. Goodbye now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.